What's up, guys? Cloud back with you today. We are continuing on through First Thessalonians. We're starting chapter two today, and I've got verses one through eight. Um, I believe when this is going to air, I'm doing these in advance, but when this is going to air, I think the next Sunday from you listening to this, when it comes out, we're going to be doing a sermon, continuing on through that series called Called Up. And I think the focus is going to be on leadership. So I may or may not be correct on that, but I'm going to look at that a little bit today. Now here in chapter two, verses one through eight, there are so many different things. We could spend hours on the individual concepts that you see here. And most importantly, this isn't like a lecture or a TED talk on the, the application in our lives. It's certainly there. This is primarily Paul writing to the Thessalonians, talking about his own apostleship. And, and he's getting into this, hey, here's, here's what you know. Here's what I know. Like, here's my authority as an apostle. I want you all to grow. I'm writing this church, this letter to the church. And this is part of scripture. So there's this heavier, bigger context and original intent of the author that we don't want to miss. Okay. And so we want to see that at face value. But that being said, there are certainly things that we can take away and apply in our lives. So without further ado, let me go ahead and read 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. For you yourselves know, brothers, that our coming to you was not in vain. But though we had already suffered and been shamefully treated at Philippi, as you know, we have boldness in our God to declare to you the gospel of God in the midst of such conflict. For our appeal does not spring from error or impurity or any attempt to deceive, but just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak, not to please man, but to please God who tests our hearts. For we never came with words of flattery, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed, God is our witness, nor did we seek glory from people, whether from you or from others, though we could have made demands as apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. So, being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also ourselves because you had become very dear to us. And so again, the first meaning of this text is that Paul's writing to the Thessalonians. This is more clerical stuff. He's talking about all the meat he's about to get into and talking about his own authority as an apostle and his own record. And so that's the the original, but we can extrapolate that and see that this is talking about just leadership in general. And so we apply that in, in, a, in that way. And so you don't have to be a pastor or on staff at a church or called to vocational job ministry. I think that it can be applied to all Christians in various areas. Wherever you have influence, you are a leader for the gospel. And so there's so many different things. This only eight verses. There's so many different things. We see leaders are bold. Leaders are gentle. Leaders are authentic. Leaders genuinely, you know, have affection for the people that they're leading. Uh, non-believers, believers, all that. And so there's so many things. But one thing I wanted to focus on today, we see in kind of verses four through six. And so the first thing is that leaders are authentic, they're transparent, and they're well thought of. They're well thought of. And so what people think of us matters. That's a huge deal. You know, there's a lot of people that go through life, well, I don't care what people think of me. Well, 
that's an issue because what people think of us does matter. And so we see that so many times here in chapter two that Paul appeals to that. He's writing in verse one, you yourselves know. Verse two, you know. Verse five, you know. Verse nine, you remember. And verse 11, you know. So he's saying, hey, let the record speak for itself. You guys know. Like, so he's appealing to what they think of him and what they've witnessed of his behavior and what he says and what he does. And so he's saying like, yeah, that matters. You all seen the power of the gospel in me. You've seen me as a leader. What you think matters, right? And so, uh, you know, some of us need to hear that. But on the other side of that, here's the opposite. What people think of us doesn't matter. (laughs) Is that a contradiction? I I don't, I'm I'm being funny, but uh, in a sense, what people think of us matters. But in another sense, we cannot be defined what people think of us. To which Paul says in verse 4, but just as we have been approved by God, to be entrusted with the gospel. So we speak not to please man, but to please God who tests our hearts. And so they're not people pleasers, which is something that I struggle with like crazy. And maybe you do too. And so hopefully this is an encouragement to you that Paul, he's saying like, you know what? I need to be well thought of as a leader. We all need to be well thought of as we are out there sharing the gospel with people, right? We need to walk the talk People need to think well of us. People don't care how much you know unless they know how much you care, all those things. But at the same time, you can be losing sleep over, you know, endless nights because of so-and-so's, they think that of me or what do they think of me or um, whatever, right? We can be just totally ruined by being so caught up in what people think of us. And so Paul says, don't try to please people. We're not trying to please people. And so leaders are authentic, they're transparent, they're well thought of, but they're not defined by what people think. And then how do they do that? Well, it's because you've heard this before, but they're living for an audience of one. We need to live for an audience of one. Paul continues on, but to please God who tests our hearts. So people will think one thing, they don't know us fully, only God does. And so if we live to be authentic, to be transparent, to be completely sincere, then that is the goal is to know that God sees our hearts and God tests our hearts. And so as you're listening to this today, I hope whether whatever side of the coin that you may struggle with this, maybe you worry too much what people think, or maybe you need to think about what people think a little bit more, that you ultimately look to God as your authority on what he says about you and that you focus your heart on what he wants And through the power of the Holy Spirit, you continue to step forward in the leadership that you, yes, you have been called to live. Y'all have a great day and we'll see you on the next episode.